Welcome everyone to the Wabeetu Al-Adaf Yom Yishyur. Today's Yishyur is Daf Lamed, with the beginning of Perek Revi'i Hamevi Kadeyayin. Today's Daf is a Zuchut for our sponsor, Daniel Ben Devorah, for success in all of his endeavors. We start from the Mishnah. Hamevi Kadeyayin Mimakom Mimakom, the guy who carries pitchers of wine on Yom Tov from place to place. Now, you're allowed to carry, but we are afraid that when you carry, you're not supposed to carry in a way that looks like a weekday carrying. So therefore, don't bring them in a basket or a box. Yani, don't bring a box full of wine bottles. You can take a few and put it on your shoulders. Rashi explains... If you bring one or two bottles, it looks like Yom Tov. If you bring a case, it looks like um, it looks like you're doing, doing business activity. Okay, right? All the fun I've always carried in front of himself, so he can he can put the two bottles on his shoulder, or he can put them in front of himself. Also, a guy who's transporting straw. He can't put it behind him. Throw it over his back. He can carry it in his hand. Now, here he's talking about the following. Let's say you want to take things from to, for your fire. okay? And you have a bundle of straw. And you, if you had started the bundle of straw... There would be no question. Meaning, if I already took some some piece of straw in the bundle to put in my fire from before Yom Tov, so of course you could continue to take from that to fill your fire on Yom Tov. However, had it been a bundle that you was still bundled, and you're breaking up, breaking into a new bundle, you're still allowed to do that. The mission is saying you are allowed to do that on Yom Tov. But if you have wood in your backyard that you're not allowed to. To bring, meaning if the wood is already put in your house, that you're planning to use it. Everyone, everyone in those days had wood in your house, you know. You, 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 but once the wood's in your backyard, so then it's like you didn't have it in mind, and therefore you're not allowed to do that. But you are allowed to break open a new thing of straw. That's what the, Gemara, the Mishnah is saying. We're going to clarify what that means soon. Says the Gemara. The first part of the bright of the Mishnah was talking about. When you're carrying pictures, right? So we said that it has to be carried in a funny way. Tani we learned in the Brayta. In Eif Shalashanot, if you're not able to to change it, then Mutar you're allowed to carry them the normal way. Hmm. Meaning the wine. The wine, yes. Let's see. Let's say you have to carry. Uh, Rashi says, let's say. You have to bring a lot all together because you have a lot of guests. So if you only have to, you can't bring it if you don't have it, but if you need, have guests and you don't want to go back and forth, everyone has to wait while you go back and forth and you're allowed to bring them all together. Okay. Now, Rava made a rule in Mechuza. When things that people carry on their shoulders, carry it with a pitchfork. Because that, when you, usually you carry it on your shoulder, you make a difference, you have to make it an easier way. Um, in general, 
the bigger the leverage, the easier it is to carry. So if you have a burden of 20 pounds and you put it directly on your shoulder, it's heavy. If you put the same 20 pounds at the end of a long stick, it's easier to carry because it's more leverage. So Rava wants to make it easier by instead of doing a baragla, you, you do, do a baragla. The Daru Ragla, people normally carry it with a Ragla, with, with, a, with a long stick. You should put it on a pole with two people. You know, like you see the two people carrying a pole for the thing, right? The Daru Ba'agla, Lidru Ba'achva. That's it, that if they normally carry it on a handheld pole, they should, on a, on a shoulder pole, they should carry it on a handheld pole. Now, a handheld pole. doesn't make it easier, welcome Mike but it doesn't make it harder and it's a change Fadil come, come sit with us right? this is Habib by the way Nifros um, right, Darubach if they normally carry it on this handheld pole there's nothing to do about it Nifros, you could put a sheet on it you can't spread a sheet Shari, you're allowed to do it. The Amar Moro, because we said before, and we're quoting now our Brayta. If you're not able to change it, it's mutar to carry it the normal way. So after all these things, if a guy's not able to even put a sheet on, you could carry it the normal way, like we said in the Brayta. Okay. Amar Leiru Chanan Barav LeRavashi. Amar Abanan Kamade Efshal Shanot. The Rabbi said that as much as you could change, you should change. Mishnim Yom Matava. There's women who fill their buckets with water from the river. We don't see them changing the way they carry it. No one tells the woman to change. How come no one told the woman to change if the Mishnah says that everyone's supposed to change? And the women are carrying their buckets in a normal way. Someone should say something. Amalei told him, there's no way to do it. What do you want to do? They should bring a bigger bucket and carry once. If you normally do a, a, a big one, switch to a small one. Then you'll make more trips. Water, you always need a lot of water. So if, you, if instead of having one-gallon one jugs, you're going to switch to a one-quart jug, mm-hmm. right? You're going to end up making 20 trips back to the river. And that's going to be more work on Yom Tov. So you do it the other way around. If you tell people who have a small one, take a big one. Then she's carrying a heavier, heavier load. That's also worse. If you tell her, if you cover it with a lid, then it's going to fall off, they're going to have to carry the lid. If you say, tie, tie on the lid, sometimes it can detach, you end up tying it. If you say, spread a, a, a handkerchief over the bucket, this way you show a difference. Then sometimes it can get wet, and will come to Sikhita. Hilkachlov shows so it's impossible. Wow. And that, 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 I think the connection is that last thing, because we had ended off last time saying that you should spread a, a handkerchief over it. But in the case of a liquid, spreading a handkerchief is not viable because it'll get wet and you have to do Sikhita. Right? Or you'll end up doing Sikhita. Okay. Here's a story. Uh, we're on, in your book, 30. A one at the bottom. Amale Rava Barchanin Abaya. Rav Barchanin told Abaya. Tanan we learnt. En matbichim ve'en misapkin ve'en merakdin. 
on Yom Tov, you're not allowed to clap hands. You can't slap your thigh. You can't dance. Nowadays, people dance and clap hands on Yom Tov and no one tells them anything. Right? Okay. You hear the question? How come no one protests that people are... We're now on 31 to 38 too. How come nobody protests that people are... Top of the page. People are dancing and clapping. According to reason, there's a rule that at the edge of the Mavui, where you're at the edge of the Eruf, no one should sit there because we're afraid you'll drop something and it'll fall outside and you'll pick it up and you'll bring it and you'll be carrying it. Right? And we have ladies who sit at the edge with their buckets all day, and no one says anything to them. So Ella, so Abai says, "What are you going to say?" So you're asking me about the clapping. I'm th- I threw you another question. What about sitting at the Mavui? What are we going to answer both questions with one answer? We should leave the Jews doing their wrong practices, doing their wrong things. Because it's better that they should be shogeg and not mezid. Because if we tell them, they're not going to listen. Mm-hmm. And this is a very interesting practice. I, Mike's nodding his head. But there is a concept that if you it, sometimes now when you use this, when you use this, and when you don't use this, is a very very tough situation. Because there's also a chiyuv of koyisel You have to know the person. We we, we we you you weren't here the Shabbat, but this past Shabbat, the class in the morning was which is going to be the topic for the next few Shabbats, is that when you see someone doing a sin and you don't say anything, the sin goes to you. So that doesn't fit so well with this. Right? You need to clarify when it works and when it doesn't. Right? There's a pasuk in the Torah and there's gemarot around there that say that if a guy sees something doesn't protest, it's his sin. Right? Pasuk says, uh, pasuk says, Veloti alav chet. You should rebuke your friend. Don't carry his sin, says the Targum. Because if you rebuke him, then you don't carry his sin. But if you don't rebuke him, and you could have, then you don't. That's a situation. So either way, we're telling you over here that if it wouldn't, since it wouldn't have worked, and there's a whole Gemara that says that if uh, if a guy, uh, the old Christ got punished, why should they get punished? They, they, you know, they, they didn't rebuke. Uh, well, Hashem says back, but I know that if they would have rebuked them, it wouldn't have helped. But the Malach says, but they didn't know it. You knew, but they didn't know. And then the Jews got punished. Why didn't they? Right. So you, you see that you, you, you can't just assume. <laughs> so this Gemara needs work. What, what, you have to know when you do, when you don't. But hopefully on Shabbat we'll get more, more into detail. But let's get moving. Ela Hanach is a mutav shishokiva yu muzdim. Hachanami here too. Hanach is these words were said that's only when it comes to it's not true so only we say this rule that you leave the people but if people doing a doraita then we have to tell them okay so one qualification of this rule better that, better that to be accident because it's true if the guy's not going to listen to you 
and you tell him, by the way, don't do it, and you know he's not going to listen, you're just giving him a bigger, bigger avera. Because right, you're, you're, you're really responsible to make sure he doesn't do a sin. When he does a sin, he hurts you too. So now if you have guys who are doing sins, and you know they're going to listen, now when you warn them, they even they do the big, biggest sin, and now you hurt yourself more. I'm trying to avoid your sins, right? So if I tell you don't do it, and you ignore, not only did you do it, you also ignored Mike Solomon who told you not to do it. It's worse. It's worse. I mean, I, I tried to get you to have less of a sin. I got you the biggest sin. Okay, so what the Gemara is saying, this rule is only on the right, on the Rabbanan rules. When a guy's bringing the right to the rule, you have to tell him. Well, says, well, Lohi, actually, that's not true. Even on the right, sometimes we see it. How do we see? Lohi, Shlom, Raita, Lohi, Shlom, Rabbanan. Lohi, you don't say anything. That's Tosefet Yom Kippur, because the rule is Tosefet Yom Kippur. Which means that you have to add to Yom Kippur. Okay? Just like you have to add to Shabbat, you have to add to Yom Kippur. Is the Oraita? Right? People drink until the buzzer. No one tells them anything. So you see that even on the Oraitas, we have this rule. Now, Tos is going to say that even on the Oraitas, if it's a straight up the Oraita, we do say something. But here we're talking about a Doraita that's figured out from some words. It's not so not so commonly known. But when commonly known, we don't do it. But there's that's another whole question. Okay? With us. So not but even Doraitas it's caveat, certain Doraitas. Somebody cooking got the meat of Right, that's obvious. Yeah. Right. Or something that's straight up. Like, although, that might, although that's not obvious, it doesn't say. Well, what if you know the guy's not observing? Straight up. You, you know the guy's not observing. He's not, he's not an observant Jew. He's not going to do anything. Uh, well, the, the other side is how do you know that your words don't mean anything? Now, if you've seen hundreds of people tell them and you know you're nothing, maybe that's something. But no one tells them every day. Maybe if you tell them in a nice way how nice Shabbat is, maybe it would do something. And you come to Shemayim and you say, Look, it would never work. You say, I knew it wouldn't work. You knew it would work? Or you just didn't want, you were a little stiffy. Or, you know, it's a little stiffy to go with it. In America, people mind their own business, it's a mind your own business country. And it's very hard for us to break our our habit of just going there. That's what we're talking about all Shabbat. So we, the new Shabbat morning class for the next three weeks is this topic. Okay? And it's a very, very tough thing. Very hard to change our me- methods. What percentage of it is we know it won't work or we know they won't care or they'll probably yell at us. And what percentage is I'd rather just avo- sit here and avoid doing it. There was one rabbi who, when, when he didn't do any, when he didn't want to protest, he would walk all the way to the guy's house, stand by his door, and then decide if he wants to do it there. Because he wants to make sure that it's not his laziness. So, <laughs> you know, because there's also, there's also a laziness factor, and that plays with your brain, which says, oh, leave me out of this, I want to just be my own, I don't want to say nothing to nobody. Right? You know, okay, what, 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 you don't care about Hashem? Let me ask you a question. If it was your father, that the guy was slapping in the face, would you also leave me out of this? Or would you get involved? And with your mother, what do you say? Oh, you do something. Okay, but it's only Hashem. Only Hashem he's slapping in the face when he drives his Ferrari down the car. Down the road, I don't mind. Oh, we don't, you don't mind. Well, you don't mind because you don't care. Okay, let's go. We said in the Mishnah, we had the two dots. We said you're allowed to start a new straw bundle on on. Yom Tov, when you want to add, take straw from the bundle for your fire, you're allowed to start a new bundle, but you're not allowed to start 
you're not allowed to take wood from the backyard, but you're allowed to start a new bundle. That means you're allowed to start using things from, from a storage area. Mani, who, which rabbi would say this? That must be Rishimin. To let the Mukseh. He doesn't know the Mukseh. Because if you held the Mukseh, you wouldn't be allowed to start a new um, straw thing because the Mukseh, you, you didn't plan to use them beforehand. Mars says, well, must say, what about the safe for the Mishnah? It says, it says, you can't start wood, you can't take wood from the backyard. That goes like Rehuda. Because otherwise, why can't I take wood from the backyard? Because it's set aside. Obviously, you see that it's Rabbi Yehuda. So make up your mind. Is it Rabbi Yehuda or Shimon? With me? We're talking about two by fours or cedar wood, which is wood that people do not usually use for firewood because it's expensive. And therefore, even Rabbi Shimon agrees that there's something called Muksem Mahmat Haisaron Kis. When something is set aside because it's too expensive, Rabbi Shimon agrees that it's Muksem. Now, that's version A. Listen to version B. Some learned that Rav Kano was talking about the Seifa. We said that you now touch wood. The Mishnah says you can't touch the wood in the backyard. Rav Kano says, That means that you can't start storage on Yom Tov. You can't start to get something from the storage on Yom Tov. Ask him, Mani, who is this? What about the Reisha? What about the Reisha? Where Matiklimah says you could start the straw thing. So who is it? This is version B where it starts the reverse. Okay. Over there we're talking about straw that got uh, rotting. Since it's rotting, the only thing to do is to light it, and therefore, therefore it wasn't as muksa. That's why. We let you start it. But you can use straw. Even decayed straw you use to make cement. So why are you saying that there's no use? There is another use. So therefore you are breaking that when you... You with me, Mike? Mm-hmm. Therefore you are breaking the, the standard use when you use it for firewood. So no. Since it's got thorns in it, you can't really mix the cement because you're busy. You can get thorns. You're going to get... Cut. So therefore, the only real use is firewood. Yeah. Okay. New Mishnah. And notim etim in a sukkah. Ela min hasamukla. So we're talking about on Yom Tov, and the guy's got a sukkah. Now, it's Mike. I know you're thinking that it's a sukkah on Sukkot, but Rashi tells us it's on Pesach. There's a sukkah on Pesach. And the guy has a sukkah that he could use maybe for to, to chill or relax in. And he wants to go take some skach off his sukkah to throw it into the fire. Can you take skach off your sukkah on a holiday to throw it into the, into the fire? He's saying on a holiday, it's it's not... It's not a problem of being sukkah muksa. Right. It's not like you set it aside you for your sukkah, for sukkah because it's not a mitzvah sukkah. This is you got the wrong holiday. This is the matzah holiday. Okay, right? Does that mean welcome Shimshin. Just in time for the Mishnah. We're on, we just started Amud Bet. Okay, so it says you're not allowed to take wood from a sukkah on Yom Tov. 
Elamanasamukla only from next to the sukkah. Now at this point we think that Asamukla means oh we think that it means that let's say there's two layers of, of bamboo on top of the sukkah. Right. Okay? So when we said you can't take the things means you can't take the lower layer. But if you take the the top layer and you still have a bottom layer, that's samukhla. That's okay. Okay? Meaning you can't be breaking the ohil on the, the holiday. You had a, 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 a structure. If you take off the both layers, you're breaking of the structure. That's sitira. If you take from the top, you still have you still have the rest of the skach, and therefore it's okay. That's what we're assuming means now. Why can't we take from the sukkah to Because you're breaking the oil. If you take from the top, you're also breaking it. Why? Because this is adding to the structure. They all, yes, it's the but you're still breaking it. We're talking about wood that was next to the walls. Which means you have walls made out of whatever it is, right? Let's say made out of sheets. And you put some wood next to the wall. So that wood is next to the walls. That's what you're allowed to take. But you can take nothing off the roof. That's what the mission means. If you want to put it into your fire. Rav Menashe Omer, I feel the mission You can even say it's on the roof. When did we say you're allowed to take it off the roof? The samukhla, it doesn't mean if it's regular skach. It means that skach was put in bundles, which means you had regular skach on the roof. Then you threw a bundle of bamboo on the roof. That bundle was never roofing. It's on the roof, but it was in a bundle. That bundle you're allowed to take off the roof and put in your, put in your, in your bonfire. So it doesn't have to be on the side of the walls. It could be even be on top of the roof. Okay? So, so I'm not removing skach. It, it's technically on the roof. Be on the roof. It, it's technically on the roof, but since I didn't open it, it's not. It, it's it's samukla. Holiday, and I'm using the so, roof as storage for other. Right, 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 right. That's what. That's how. That's how Rav Menashe is explaining the, the, the Mishnah. Okay. Tanya Reb Chia Bar Yosef Kamed Reb Yochanan. Chia Bar Yosef said in front of Reb Yochanan, "Ain't nothing that's even in the sukkah element of samukla. You can't take it from the sukkah itself. Only from the next to it." Reb Shimon Matir. According to this brayta, Rabbi Shimon allows taking from the from the roof. But they agree that when it's Sukkot, that's on Pesach or Shavuot. But if it's Sukkot itself, then everyone agrees that's Sukkot, even Rabbi Shimon. But if before Sukkot, we assume this means before Sukkot. Um, the Gemara will change it later. But if you made a condition on it, Yani, if you said, on condition, I'm putting this skach up on condition that I can use it for firewood, then I call the feet to know. Everything, everything follows whatever you, whatever designation you made. So let's clarify. So it's How did Bishimon allow taking even the skach? Bishimon allows muksa. Bishimon doesn't allow stila on Yom Tov, on Shabbat. Right, Are you with me, Mike, or no? No, what's, what is that? Okay. Rabbi Shimon allows muksa, which means he allows, he says that things are not set aside from before the holiday. And you're allowed to take anything even though it wasn't set aside before the holiday. But that doesn't mean he allows doing the av melacha of stila. There's 39 melachot in Shabbat. Rabbi Shimon doesn't allow those melachot. The dinabanan of muksa, he doesn't hold it. 
But the melacha of Shabbat, of one is building and destroying. One of them is destroying. He agrees with it. But she holds that this. No, no one disagrees with the writers. No, but that he holds that this is, this is destroying the structure. That's why. I mean, you had a roof, and he let you take over the roof and put in the fire. So now you have no roof. It's destroying. Not, not if, not if I. Still it's like you have an umbrella and you close it. Not if I still have. Schach. You destroyed. Not if I still have schach left over, and I just took one. I didn't destroy the structure. I destroyed part of a structure. First of all, it didn't say take only one and leave. You, it said you could take it. Which one, Matir? He didn't say you could take it and take only only half of it. Yeah, you could take the whole thing. Take the whole thing. So how's he letting? You with me, Benjamin? Says What do you mean? How could breaking the roof? Here we're talking about a collapse sukkah, and therefore it's not a roof anymore, right? Rishimon doesn't hold the muksa. Okay? How do we know? We didn't know Rishimon doesn't hold, doesn't hold muksa. The Tanakh is not more tashem shemnei and b'shukra asur. Let's say like a collapse sukkah is considered muksa. Rabbi Yehuda holds muksa because it was a it was a sukkah before when when Shabbat walked in it was a sukkah so you set it aside and you knew you couldn't touch it that's why it's muksa. Rishon says there's no such thing as muksa and therefore I'm allowed to take the skach off the collapse sukkah and I'm not doing stira because it's not it's not oil anymore right I got rid of the oil problem because it's not it's not up anymore. Does he not the rabbi that holds that it's not muksa? He doesn't hold the muksa. He doesn't hold the. Do- no, Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold the muksa, and we're, we're showing in a second why. Because the motar shemesh Let's say your wife lights candles with oil or or, or, uh, or ca- oil, wax. Oil. Let's say oil. If we're, if we're home, oil. now when you're finished, when the when the candle goes out, there's still a little oil left in the thing, right? Mm-hmm. What if you want to take that oil and put it on your chap lips? Rabbi Yudas says you're not allowed. Rabbi Shimon says you are allowed. Rabbi Shimon holds you are. Honestly, we, we hold. So the Bishimon holds you are allowed. And why does he allow it? He allows because he doesn't hold that even though the oil was set aside to light, right? He doesn't hold the muksa. So therefore, just like the structure was set aside for skach before then, he doesn't hold the muksa, and you're allowed to put it, once it collapses, you can put it into your bonfire. How, how is it possible to hold that nothing's muksa? That's the Bishimon's opinion all through, all through Mesechah Shabbat. Mesechah Shabbat is his opinion straight through. Now there's details of what he holds, what he doesn't. We hold like Rishim, but not fully. So that's a uh, you'll see soon. With Menasha, because because he's saying that you could use the he's agreeing with Rishim, correct? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Says the Gemara, no. Me dummy, how could you compare the oil in the candle? To the skach on the sukkah. Why? Hatam Adam Yoshev When you lit your candle, the reason why Rabbi Shimon lets it, even though Rehuda doesn't, is because you knew that there's going to be leftover oil when it finished, and you were waiting so you could put it on your trap lips. So you were waiting for it to happen. But when it comes to the sukkah, were you waiting for your sukkah to collapse so you could use the firewood? No! And therefore, you can't compare something that you're expecting, something you're not expecting. Rishimon allows, yes, Rishimon allows muksa, but you only saw that he allowed muksa in an expecting case, not in a not expecting case. Excuse me, happy? Me, dummy, could you compare? Guys waiting for his candle to go out. Is the guy waiting for his sukkah to collapse? 
Okay. Sukkah is really no good. And you can't compare it to the Bishimon. But here we're talking about a sukkah. We're not talking about a sukkah that a hurricane came and broke. We're talking about a sukkah that was weak to start. And you knew that it wasn't going to last. You were just waiting for it to fall. So since you were waiting for it, it is analogous. It is comparable to the case of the oil. Because just like you were waiting for the oil, to, for the nair to go out, you were waiting for this to kind of fall. And that's why it's okay. You with me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay, the next part of the Brighta. Right? The Brighta says, Vishavin, and everyone agrees, Bisukat Achag on Sukkah, on the holiday of Sukkot, not on Pesach, but she said that then it's Asur to use any of the wood. But if you made a condition, Hakol if to know that everything goes according to your condition. Can you make a condition on Sukkot? Is that so? How do we know that the wood of the sukkah that it's asur all seven days? It says in the biblical verse, a festival sukkot for seven days, Lashem to God. Just like the Shem Shemayim falls on the Korban Chagiga. So to the name of Hashem falls in the sukkah, and you can't use it for your own things. Talmud about Chagzot Shemat Mina Hashem to God, right? Ma Chagzot Shem just like Chagigah is Hashem. Af Sukkah Hashem Zot Chagigah is Hashem. So you see that the sukkah midoraita is a sur for seven days, and therefore, just because the guy made conditions, how do you make a condition against the Torah? Conditions works on muksa. Conditions doesn't work on doraitas. Is everyone with me? Mm-hmm. Condition works on muksa. I could say this is not muksa because I really really say sorry. They made a condition that it's not muksa. But how does it work on doraita? Seven days and seven days. When we said in the end of the Brightness, everything goes by the Tanai, that's going back on the beginning of the Mishnah, which is talking about the Sukkah and Pesach. It looked like it was talking on the Sukkah because it was right after the Sukkah thing. But really, it was going back on the beginning, which was talking about the Matzah Sukkah. Okay? Max having a hard time wrapping his head around the matzah sukkah. Why would anyone want to be in the sukkah on Pesach? Yeah, nice weather, Mike. Relax. You're getting all, all bent out of shape by the sukkah. Don't worry, be nice weather. People sit in the sukkah. Okay? What's the difference? Sit in the sukkah is beautiful. No, it sounds like over here, like wherever they were, it was common. People had a sukkah. My father sits in the sukkah. My father sits in the sukkah. Pesach and Rosh Hashanah. He has it up all year. He has it. In the, we have a backyard. And he puts up the sukkah is the only place he can fit the whole family. So the big, the big backyard patio. So the same place that with the sukkah. Leave it up all year. You sit in the sukkah all the time. We, we usually have a, a roof over it, like an awning over it, big awning. But uh, yeah, doable. Okay, so relax. Don't, don't get bent out of shape, out of the mic. Says Vesukad mitzvah lo. You mean you can't make it tonight for sukkah of a mitzvah on Sukkot? Vatan, I'll show you a bright that says you can. If you cover the skach the normal way, according to halacha, and I and I decorated with cloth, 
or with colored embroidered linens. You hung nuts, or almond peaches and pomegranates and grapes. You put wine, oil, and flour. You put grain all over it to make it look beautiful. This is the old day. That's the people used to put in the sukkah. You're not to eat any of the grapes on the holiday. Until the last day of holiday. But if you made a condition, it does go with the tanai. So you see that tanai does work even on sukkot. So why do we have to say that it's talking about a Passover one and then Mike went crazy? We could have just said it was a Sukkot one. You see it's working on the on the wines on the walls. What's the difference? What? This is this is uh this is uh yeah, these are this is talking about um decorations and that was talking about the roof. But either way the same law should be why which should be different. You're right. You made. You noticed the difference. This was talking about decorations, and that's talking about what's the difference? But no. But we we, we came out that. Oh. No, but we're not going with the steer. But we're here. We're going with tonight. You made it. So tonight would work on the decoration, but it won't work on the roof. No, you're going. You got a little confused, Habib. When we said everyone agrees that you can't do it on Sukkot. Even the rabbi who says on Pesach that you can take it off agrees on Sukkot you can't. So we're talking about the rabbi who doesn't hold of a problem. Right? He's allowing taking off the extras. Right? Whatever it is. Because we have, we said in the Mishnah we said in the Brayta what did we say? Rabbi Shimon allows it. We said Rabbi Shimon allows. You can't take wood from the Sukkah only from next to it. And Rabbi Shimon allows. Right? And we, we already explained it's talking about a case that they're arguing about a case where it was about to fall. And we're saying, even the one that's about to fall, that fell already, you still can't take it on Sukkot. So there's no, there's no more, we're not talking anymore, it's a good point you said. It's not talking anymore about a, a Sukkot itself. He's asking a question, what do you mean? The Sukkot's down already. It's just that it said it's all right. We're saying on Sukkot, even when it falls, good point. On Sukkot, even when it falls, you still can't use the wood. And we're saying, why not? Something that was designated. It's, you mean, it, 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 we said, Tanai works. Everyone agrees that Tanai works. So Tanai works. What do you mean? It doesn't, but it doesn't work. Tanai shouldn't work for, for a Doraita. The Tanai can't work when the, the when the thing that you're making the Tanai for is actively in use. Meaning, you can't make a Tanai on, on a, on on a Sukkah that is up and it is your Sukkah. You don't have another one and it's designated Good. for you to use as a Sukkah for seven days. That's what we said. And now we ask, what do you mean? But you see, a Tanai does work because it works on the wines that you put on the walls. If you put a, 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 a decanter on one of the walls as a decoration, but if you made a Tanai, you could use it. You don't have to leave there all seven days. Answer. Abai and Rabbi both say, That's talking about if the guy said, I want to be able to use the wine during Ben Hashemashot. Going into the Sukkot. The guy had in mind, I want to use this wine during Ben Hashemashot. Because the Kedushah doesn't work on them. Where it does work, then it goes for seven days, which means, there's a difference, Okay. He says, we're talking here where the guy wants to use them. But it can't work for the wood because on the wood, you're not allowed to use the Ben Hashem Hashot. That's the difference. When it comes to the wine on the wall, if you say, I want to use this Ben Hashem Hashot, you're allowed to use the wine. 
but the wood on the ceiling, you can't take off. You know why? Because it might be holiday. Benesheron is maybe holiday. And on holiday, you can't break the, break the, the structure. It's part of the ceiling. You can make it on the, on the, on the wall because that's not breaking the structure. But to make it tonight on the wood, you can't. And since you can't make wood, so it's Asur Benesheron. Once it's Asur Benesheron, it's all, it's Asur all seven days. Is that clear? Yeah. Good. That was a gorgeous answer. Answer number two. So now, you're telling me it's Asur for all seven days. Why should we Asur for all seven days? Let it be Asur for one day. That's the Gemara's question now. And I'll show you a case where it would be like that. If a guy separated seven Etrugim for seven days of Sukkot. This is for day one, day two, day three, day four. Seven different Etrugim for seven days of Sukkot. Okay? Ra'amarav Rav says, You can each one, you can shake it and then eat it. Shake, eat, shake, eat. Because since you have seven different ones, it's not a sure for seven days. You have seven different ones. You could shake it and eat it the next thing. But either way, they both agree it's not a sure for seven days. So why is that? Why is the Tznai over here different than that? Let the fact that you couldn't do anything short make it a sure for the first day. Why are we saying it's a sure for seven days because you, you couldn't make it tonight on the, on the Skach? I don't have the seven different Sukhas. No, but you made it tonight. Just like the tnai of this should, uh, works on the itrog, why doesn't it work the tnai? I, I can make a tnai that my sukkah should be for me. For one day. But, but I really want to... Hashem, we're taking it day by day. That I'm going to have a sukkah today. Yeah, make the tnai like that, exactly. says, no. Hatem de mesaf kelelot miyamin. Kol chad vichad yoma mitzvah penafsheh. When it comes to itrog, you can't shake itrog at night. Only during the day. And therefore... The night breaks it up. And therefore, when I make a tnai, the fact that there's a night that I can't shake makes it that I'm allowed to eat it. Okay? But that makes it seven different mitzvot. The fact that there's a break in between makes it seven separate mitzvot. And therefore, my tnai can work. But sukkah, since I have to stay in the sukkah day and night, right? Therefore, it's one big mitzvah, and therefore the tnai does not work. Sukkah, hacha, delomasafkilelomimim. Uh, like one long day and therefore it doesn't work thank you everybody